Hey guys, welcome to the Messiest Fuck Podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. So it's Friday, TGIF. Cheers to the weekend. How are you today? Finally Friday. I'm doing good. I'm glad it's Friday. Even though in quarantine, every day is pretty much the same, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) So listen, I... I need to start out with just, it's on a sad note. I don't want to end the episode on a, on a sad note. So I'm starting it off on a sad note. Um, and I'm just want to say rest in peace to Naya Rivera. She is the, um, well, she was the actress, uh, from Glee. Um, apparently she and her four-year-old son went on, on the lake, they went swimming and they discovered her body and they discovered that she had drowned and likely had, um, saved her son. Right. And the weird thing about that is it was on the anniversary of um, her other castmate, Corey's death too, is, which is really strange. I didn't know that. I remember hearing about that. That was like a few years back, right? Yeah, that was a good, yeah, that was a good like three, four years at least back. I thought so. I remember hearing about that, but I didn't know like it correlated yeah. to the anniversary of her death. Yeah, very Wow. Strange. Yeah, yeah, that is. There's rumors that there's like a curse on that show. <laughs> I don't oh know, but yeah, exactly. That's so. crazy. And another thing is um, Tamar Braxton, she was found um, unresponsive today uh, really? by her boyfriend. Yeah, um, apparently it was a possible suicide attempt. There was an overdose. Wow. Yeah, and um, I think that there were um, drugs involved, prescription drugs, and yeah. potentially some alcohol use combined with that. Yeah. So, you know, I, the family, I don't know if it was the family that shared this or someone else, but apparently she had sent some, like, cryptic kind of messages to them about how, like, she really didn't want to live or she didn't know how to, you know survive in the world at this point. So it sounds like she might be going through some kind of um, mental health issue at this point, but she's hospitalized now and prayers are obviously going out to her. Wow. That's crazy. It's a scary situation. That is. For sure. Do they still still make the Braxton show? Oh, the Braxton Family Values? The Braxton Family Values, right. Do they still have that? You know what? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I'm not exactly sure if they if they're yeah. still doing that. Um, I know I, I know that the you know a lot of people have reached out to offer their support. Like We TV, I think they were the ones who produced yeah, that show. Yeah, had that show. Yeah, and I think um, some of the members uh, from the Real or something like that have you know mm-hmm. shown support. So just to be continued on that one. Yeah, we'll have to follow up on that one. Definitely. Okay, so. Uh, Last episode. So speaking, <laughs> speaking of following up. Speaking of following actually, up, we do. We do um, have a follow-up. So last episode we discussed um the whole situation with Will and Jada yes. and August Alcina. Yes. Um and so since then, um I I we both know that they've gone on her red table talk. Um yes. And she brought herself to the table, and this is what she had to say with her husband, Will. I guess about four and a half years ago. Yeah, started a, I think it was about four and a half, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, started a friendship with August. Mm-hmm. And we actually became really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. And it all started with him just needing some help. Mm-hmm. You know, me wanting to help his health, his mental state because for me that was the thing when i when um when aug first came around he was he was really Really sick sick. he was really really sick yeah and the outpouring for him from our family was uh, initially about his health yeah and i mean we found all those different resources Mm -hmm. you know to help pull him through Mm -hmm. and from there, you know, you and I were going through a very difficult time. Yeah. 
and we decided. I was done with your you, ass. Yeah, you kicked me to I the curb. I was done with you. Yeah. <laughs> we Marriages have that, though. Marriages yeah, have that. Yeah, we basically, mm -hmm. we broke up. We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time, and you go figure out how to make yourself happy, and I'll figure out how to make myself happy. Well, at that particular point in time, it was indefinite. Yeah, I really felt like we could be over. Yeah, know? no, and, we were over. And then what did you do, Jada? Well, you know, I think from there, you know, as time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement. Mm -hmm. with August. One thing I want to get clear about and clean up, one of the things that was kind of swirling in the press about you giving permission, mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, the only person that can give permission in, in, in that particular uh, uh, yeah. circumstance is myself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But what August was probably trying to communicate, mm -hmm. because I could actually see how he would perceive it as permission because we were separated mm -hmm. amicably. Yeah. And I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a homewrecker, mm -hmm. which he's not. I think so. I mean, because this is your red table and you like brought yourself to the red table. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. As far as what? You and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened. Yeah. And then I got into an entanglement with August, that's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a yeah. relationship, absolutely. So she goes on to say, you know, there's a, an entanglement. So what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I don't know. I think they try a lot, very hard to see normal. Not that anybody knows what normal is, but it's definitely not Will and Jada. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they, they try really hard to seem like the stuff they do is normal, but I think they're trying a little too hard. And, you know, Will seemed really awkward. I don't think he was super comfortable with it. And, you know, he looked like sense. he had tears in his eyes. He did. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's a strange situation. I want to know, though, like what why did they say he was sick? Like what was wrong with him? What do they mean by sick? August? Yeah. He was going through a mental health journey. So I don't know if he was formally diagnosed with anything, but I do know, like we mentioned last episode, that he had some really, really severe traumas in his life, including yeah. losing his sister. So Right, right. I just um I just think they kind of kind of got a little too much leaning on that, you know. Like, I mean, okay, so he had some mental health issues, but she, she's not certified to help him. And, and you know what I'm saying? Mental health issues. So That's I a very good point. Just, you know, I think that was just like a mask to be like, well, I was trying to help this person rather than just saying, hey, you know, I was going through stuff. I had, I, you know, I had a relationship with this person. She made it seem like, well, I just was there to help him. Well, and, and that's where there's, I think, a fine line. Like, I feel like, I feel like Jada tries to be the fixer. She tries to be the healer. She's always wanting to help somebody, but she's not an expert. And you can do those things without being certified. Like you can, you know, you can be there for somebody, point them to the right direction, be a friend to them, but then you don't cross the line to giving right. medical advice or in this situation, fucking him. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you Wait, know, maybe that was his, maybe that was his medicine though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was one hell of a drug. I'll tell you that because, you Apparently. know, he wanted to obviously say something and I, you know, I kind of had a little spat with somebody on Facebook about how, you know, it, was it, did she have a choice in saying something about the matter? And here, here's my take on it. She absolutely had a choice. It is so very blatantly clear that she and Will have gone through the fire together. There are no secrets. Things are open. You know, they've talked about this before and they've gotten through it. So 
she could have decided, you know, I don't care what black Twitter is saying. I don't care about what any of the media outlets are saying. This is my life. Like she said, it's private. You know, she wasn't ready to discuss it, but here they are. And she chose to present and tell her story on her show. Right. And a lot of people feel like, oh, you know, the media was out there to get her and they can live their life the way they wanted. And there was so much pressure, but yet and still she was the one who had the power to decide whether she wanted to explain herself or not. Right. Point blank period. I'm just surprised that she didn't have like some sort of non-disclosure with him. You know, like what were with, they with August? Well, yeah. I, I don't think they were thinking. I mean, you know, like they said, you know, she her whole goal was to heal him. And then it got to this point where, you know, they began this complicated relationship. And the the, the messed up thing about it is that she probably ended up like messing his head up even more. Because, right, like it. you know, she dropped him like a hot pancake and, right. <laughs> you know, he, he stopped talking to her and he was already messed up to begin with. And she came out of this, like feeling like she learned a lesson, like she was the one who got her healing because she quote, wanted to feel better. Like, who exactly. is she? Holly Berry and Monsters Ball? Girl, bye. <laughs> I, you that know. was my whole point. Exactly what you just said is like, she used him for her issues and tried exactly. to make it seem like she was there for his issues. Completely. I just, I don't understand it. And I feel like that whole comment at the, at the end when they're like, we, we ride together, we die together, bad marriage for life. That oh, shit no. was so mm-hmm. corny. It was corny it was. because first of all, what message are you sending out to, to married people? Like clearly right. I can understand like they're, they have an unconventional marriage. So, you know, they basically have been through everything together. There's unconditional love. They can make mistakes without losing their family, you know, all of this other stuff. But at the, in the same breath, they're putting out a really bad message because if there are, you know, deeply embedded issues in, in someone's relationship, that's that whole mantra is not going to fit in everybody's lifestyle. Right. I think they thought it was funny, but Listen. it was more dis- it was more disturbing. It to me. was like when they were laughing, but yeah. then he looked like he was crying. But you know what right. I mean? It was just very like weird, especially like towards the end. And then he was like, oh, um, you know, I got to get her back. And she's like, oh, I think you've already done that enough. Like that. Do you remember that part? Right. That was strange, too. And then he go and then he said it again. Yeah, like, no, I really am going to get you back. Yeah. He's like, no, I need it. I want revenge or whatever. Yeah. Basically. He was like, no, I really am. Yeah, so clearly they so clearly they just need to go on and have an open marriage. <laughs> yes. And so now um you know, entanglement is the new it's like the word of the whatever. Yes. And um I it's like okay, I I go back a little bit. They were separated when all of this happened. And so right. basically what she's saying is that through this whole process with August Alsina, she realized that she's supposed to be with Will, right? Because they said they were done. They weren't talking to each other. So they separated, they did their whatever. And at the end of it, she's like, oh my God, I love Will. And that's who I'm supposed to be with. And let me just get rid of my side piece. Right. Which really, I guess, wasn't her side piece if they were separated, but that's kind of how it, you know, appeared. So I don't know. I... I keep on like replaying this and thinking about like the dynamics of their relationship, but I think I will never figure that out. I just think that Jada and Will are in their own little worlds and literally nothing at this point, in my opinion, is going to tear them apart. And August and the the Smiths say it's all love. There's no like tension or, or issues between them so he called him he called him og <laughs> og he did yeah <laughs> that's obviously how close they were <laughs> they're close they're very close <laughs> lord have mercy well i'm hoping that jada is um no longer in pain no longer right. broken as she says because this was just it just did not the whole situation did not sit it's right awkward. with me yeah yeah, I think they might have too, like, created, like, together created the story about being apart to, like, save her character. 
Because I don't know. I'm wondering if they really were like separated and apart. Who knows? Who knows? What I just I don't know. All of those rumors from before that they denied and now yeah. this and listen, they don't care because they're they're like on some tropical vacation right now together. They're like, yeah, we we spoke our piece. Mm-hmm. Let's go on vacation and forget about the world. So yeah. I guess since they're Good moving on, we should move on. We should too. All right. <laughs> Best of luck. Best of luck. Yes. So um, we all know Jill Scott. Jilly from Philly is what everybody calls her. Um, Kyle Chiero, uh, who is an NFL linebacker for Dallas Cowboys. um, He had some tweets lately that were highly offensive, in my opinion, toward Jill Scott. He said that um, he I'm going to actually quote what he said. He said, People are attracted to Jill. By no means is she ugly, but y'all really is sexually aroused by her? That was his tweet. So, you know, I think that I take that as body shaming. It's a black woman. He's implying that, you know, she's not attractive or, you know, nobody can be sexually aroused by her because of her body. And, you know, obviously that drew criticism from people. And he basically, he elaborated and he was like, you know, oh, I get it. People are finding her attractive because of her energy, not her look. Oh, see, that is not. Yeah. So, you know, he he issued a sad-ass apology, of course. That's like the new thing for 2020. You you have to do that. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, because that's just a thing to do. Um, So Jill was completely unbothered by that. She, you know, she's like, oh, I'm trending. Okay, well, justice for Breonna Taylor. Right. <laughs> you know, so she, she, you know, took the high road, I think, and, and didn't give it much attention as she should, because right. she's obviously better than that. And he's just... And who this, is he really? I exactly. don't even know who that is. I never I mean, heard of him before now. Yeah, he plays in the NFL, but okay, like... Who cares about your opinion about her? Right. Exactly. <laughs> they always want to give. He's like the same as like Meek Mill and all of them. They always want to give their opinion. Yeah. Nobody asked for it. Yes, all the time. So and nobody asked. <laughs> exactly, and it's terrible because it's you know once again we're talking about black women right, who already course. get you know go through hell and back and already get the yep. shit under the stick. Like right. So why a black man? Would you just come after this black woman just because, in your opinion, you don't find her to be attractive? Like, nobody cares. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of it. Go throw a fucking football. Like, next. (laughs) He he had his five minutes of fame. He got his five minutes of fame. Yes, he did. (laughs) Uh, So that bothered me. But, you know, moving on from that. um, You remember um, Yandy and right. um her husband mendices remember he just recently got out of jail for the drug yeah. that he had we talked about mm-hmm. that too um well anyway she put a post up recently on on instagram um celebrating i guess their independence day mm-hmm. and um there was some troll on there who made a comment implying that mendices had been on meet me and plenty of fish talking Mm. with other girls like on like on lives and stuff so (laughs) much to my surprise when I saw Yandy's response she said oh we be on there together so who lied to you boo oh my god girl I believe it too Oh my God. How messy is that? Like, what are you doing? You and Mendices are just sitting there like on your phones, like just, you know, curious to have conversations with females. Like, are they recruiting them? What's happening? They probably are. (laughs) It's just because he had a lack of coochie in jail. That's what, that's what it was. I, yeah, I don't know. It could be that. Oh Lord. They, they, they're having some entanglements. <laughs> they, yes, they are. They are having some entanglements for sure. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in their relationship, but I—that is just ridiculous. Um, on another note, 
there is some continued drama with yes. uh, both Lyrica and A1. So Lyrica is also from Love and Hip Hop. She's married to A1 Bentley, who is now known as Spring Break. It's the weirdest thing. Like you should go follow his Instagram page. He's yeah, he's weird. Anyway, um, they have um, they're do they're doing a conversational show on the Zeus Network. It yeah. premiered on July fifth. It's called uh, the Conversation, and they talk about their relationship problems. They talk about their marriage because he had cheated. Um, their moms get into it once again, oh, and they're wow. old. They're old as shit, girl. Like, they are old, <laughs> fighting with all these tight outfits on, wigs is flying. It's ridiculous. Oh um, and they're trying to, I guess, in some way save their marriage because they have a son together and it's all this other yeah. stuff. Um, so I have not watched it, but I watched the, the little clip on on um, YouTube and it was actually, it actually looked pretty pretty interesting so check that out if you guys can yeah that sounds good and i know that um speaking My of yandy show. yeah and speaking of real housewives we can there's yes. some shit happening there Yes, like, you know, you know, my show has always been the Real Housewives of Atlanta, partly because I used to live there. And so I like just seeing, you know, them go to places I'm familiar with. Mm -hmm. But there's always some drama. So the recent drama now is Portia Williams. And I actually like Portia. She gets a bad rap because she's kind of, you know, she's more of like the the party girl, like mm -hmm. kind of just, you know, but she actually... Um, I really like her, actually. And she, so she was arrested on Tuesday for protesting Breonna Taylor in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. She got arrested and she was facing five years in prison for protesting. But I think between her name and some other celebrities that were there, um, apparently the charges were dropped when pressure was put, um, mm -hmm. you know, put on the, on the attorney well they were outside the attorney general's home protesting so once the pressure was put on they dropped the felony charges now i don't know about the other charges there's some other charges too there yeah but the felony charges have been dropped so it's interesting to see portion a different light doing you know that the activism the activism, activism thing. yeah i wonder if but, yandy recruited her i know yandy's been doing it for quite yandy, some time and was Yandy there too? She was there too. She right? was. Her charges right, so were they dropped. Were the same place. Mm -hmm. She right. got arrested. Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting to me, but I don't think a lot of people know. Portia Williams actually, her, um, some of her, some some of her family was heavily involved in the civil rights movement. So I think it was her grandfather and some of her other families, like they were heavily heavily involved. Oh really. Um, yeah. So, so she actually has history behind it. But the funny thing was, the funniest thing was the first impression that Portia ever made on the Real Housewives of Atlanta is they were visiting some landmarks uh, in Georgia. And she said, oh, um, th is this where the Underground Railroad is? Like, how did they have a train come through here? Stop, you... <laughs> That's not true. I'm not even. I can't make. I can't. Like I can't make this stuff up if I tried. Oh my she gosh! Really did say that. So wow. She's kind of had. Um, she's had. She's kind of had a bad rap for mm -hmm. a while because of that and because of her family history. And then she said that like right on the show it was like the first. Maybe How the first dumb. Or two. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Poor no! Portia. I hope she figured Bye. that out. After I, she figured it out. I hope she figured it out. I really do. Oh my god! But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I give her kudos for being out there and protesting, and hopefully, yes. none of them will be charged with anything. But they were definitely in the in the media for that this week. Who else was in the media, girlfriend? Oh, oh my gosh! Look, I've never been a huge fan of this person, but I actually kind of feel bad for him this week. So Nick Cannon and and in the news and Nick Cannon has got himself into uh, some uh, shit, girl. Yes. Nick Paddywhack Cannon with no balls. Once you lost Mariah. You know you lost it all. Person with your talent, along with your career. 
I know it must be hard for you, but baby, wipe your tears. So what's what's going on with our brother Nick? Oh my God, Nick Cannon. He's in, he's well, he has a lot going on. So the biggest thing with Nick Cannon is he has been uh, fired from Viacom, which is uh, basically owns MTV, BET, all those mm-hmm. major networks. So which means he will no longer have his show while and out, which is really how Nick Cannon kind of really came. Yeah. fame i would he say created that, that show. show he created that show that's his baby he's been doing it for many many years now he will no longer be doing that show mm-hmm. um he had a talk show that is coming up that is now being pushed back that was supposed to come out this year it will it won't come out this year they don't know when they're going to do it um and all of this is due to some comments he made on his podcast. He has a podcast called Canon's Class. Mm-hmm. And he made some comments on his podcast that people found very offensive. In particular, he said that Black people are the true Hebrews. And mm-hmm. he said that... Um, and even though people called that anti-Semitic, they said that... He said they can't be anti-Semitic because we are, you know, we are the true Jewish people. And he was referring mm-hmm. to the black community. So he said some other things too, but that was the main thing that stuck out and was offensive to, you know, mm-hmm. um, the Jewish community. And so that's kind of what cost him all of these jobs. And then to make matters worse on top of that, he apologized. He wasn't going to, I know, I, I know the apology again, but he was, yeah. So he apologized in order to keep his job with Fox, which, you know, he does the masked singer. Yes. So he, yeah. So he apologized kind of after the fact to keep his job with Fox. And so now the black community is mad at him. Because, yeah. You know, he can't win. Kind of, he can't win. Either the way, brother can't so. win. Well, I, so um, I heard, I heard that he made um, a comment and it'll, it's not going to be obviously a direct quote from him, but comments um, about how non-melanated people are more like the animals and savages. Like those, that's, those are the two words that he used to describe them. And a lot of people took that to heart. And I think that this is a situation where, like I said, number one, he's not going to win. And number two, people have mixed feelings. So you've got people who think that he said what he said and there was nothing racist about that. Right. And then you've got other people who there. are just on yeah. the complete end of the spectrum. Right. And so he, he writes this whole damn essay about you know how he was feeling initially and at the end of the essay he basically wrote he's not apologizing he demands an apology from people from Viacom in particular right and then that was about it and then he wants the, the rights to his show and then two seconds later he folds and he apologizes so right. that kind of bothered me because I felt like okay like, I can understand maybe where he was coming from. He is kind of, like, theoretically weird that way, but I think that comes from his college education and what he's studying or what he yeah. has studied. Yeah. Um, and so he came out with these thoughts and theories, and I wanted to, like, you know, ride with him, and, like, everybody was, like, offering him jobs and saying, like, I support Nick Cannon and this and that. And then it was, like, like, after his apology, you know, nope, like, everybody was like, well, what the hell, Nick? Like, we was with you, and then now it seems like you're just trying to kiss ass to get shit back on track. Right. But I was talking, yeah, but I was talking to my boyfriend about it, and we both decided that we would apologize, too. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, it's one thing to lose while and out money, which, you know, yeah, he's, that's his show he's been doing for years. It's another thing to lose Fox money, because you know he's he still with Fox. money. He's still the- with Fox, but he apologized to keep his mass singer job. Look, yeah, that job is gravy. That job is gravy, okay? They pay him a lot of money. All he does is host the show. They pay him a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to lose that job either. 
I can Sorry. I can understand. Let me say his thought process behind that. I will say you gotta, that you gotta look. He's got what three kids to support. He's got a lifestyle to support. He can't lose it all. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't know. Wait, and then it gets worse, though. It gets worse, though, because he um, was on his radio show, and he had Evelyn Lozada on there, and he was discussing, like, love and relationships and, and things like that with her. Right. And went on to say that being monogamous is not in a man's DNA. That men don't subscribe to being monogamous. Apparently he has this theory, once again, that um, it's not natural to be monogamous. That men have a hunting mentality. And... It just... What do you you think It doesn't help his case. I just... I feel like... I kind of can understand where he's coming from because yeah, technically men are, are made to be hunters like this is, but at the same time, number one, you can't categorize every single man. That's number one. Right. You know, maybe a majority of men are not monogamous, but to say that it's not in a man's DNA and that it's unnatural I, I feel like that's just taking it a little bit too wrong, far. Wrong message, wrong message to give out. Yes. And especially like he's on the show talking to, uh, to Evelyn Lozada, like I said, who's been through the ringer with her oh, relationships and he's sitting there like basically telling her like, oh, well, honey, <laughs> forget about it. Cause basically every man that you meet is going to cheat right. on you. Right. So I just, you know, it was just really weird. The, the, um, that conversation. So between, you know, that and then the whole Viacom thing, I am just like, look, Nick is, he is just not winning. He just, he's supposed to be the black, the black Ryan Seacrest. Is that, is that what people call him? Yes. Um, well, you did see, did you see the meme that they've been sharing with Ryan Seacrest as his face on the Wild and Out joint? That's why they're doing that because yeah. he's the black Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest has all those same gigs, hosts those reality shows, has a radio show, does podcasts. Like they have the same, you know. They have the same content, same platform. Same content. He needs to take notes from Ryan Seacrest because <laughs> he stays out of the news. <laughs> What a mess. What a mess. Um, Well, since we're on the topic of um, Evelyn Lozada, I don't know if you've seen it, but she had a whole like 20 minute crying video on Instagram because of a post that her ex Chad Ochocinco put up. Yeah. Uh, So in his post, he, he, he was trying to, to say that um, basically after a really bad past or a past incident, um, he's gotten his life together. Basically, that's what he was trying to say, and that he doesn't want to go back to that. But unfortunately, he also included in that post that that incident, that domestic violence incident with him and Evelyn from the past where he headbutt her, that it was a, basically a, a one-time incident that lasted three seconds. And she was so hurt by this because, you know, she was saying, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, tell the truth. It certainly lasted longer than three seconds. And it certainly happened more than one time. And it had only gotten to that point where he headbutt her and then police were involved and, you know, his life got fucked up. Right. So she she went on and, you know, put this crying video up and understandably so. I just I just sometimes feel like I know she was triggered by it. I know that there's trauma there, but I think that it really just has to be addressed in therapy. I just don't know what the purpose of doing it you know, publicly was for, unless it was just to bring like aware, more awareness to others who have experienced domestic violence in their relationships. I didn't really get, you know, where she was going with that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it just all comes down to like her feeling hurt about him finding some sort of peace in what he did to her. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think maybe he should have probably just kept it to himself. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, she's she is still a victim and will always be a victim of him. And I know it didn't feel good for her to hear that he had, like, found some sort of, you know peace and he had moved on and gotten this like second chance like right you know well see I don't know that she was mad at that part I just think that she wanted him to really legit tell the truth like you can say that your life is better now and there's more opportunities without or referencing that particular incident which which you know is going to trigger somebody who went through that and she was messed up like the pictures that you see of her with you know from the headbutt and the the injuries that she sustained like she really got messed up and so I can see how mentally you know it was hard for her to to come back from that yeah yeah and to hear yeah absolutely yeah it was was way more he he made light of it versus you know correct so I don't know. I feel bad for her, I do. But, you know, know, just let him be and just, you know, move on from it. Well, girl, it is not a hot girl summer for hot girl Meg. I know. I know. Look, I love Meg the Stallion or whatever you call her. (laughs) Wait, don't say that. Wait a minute. Don't say that because people will come for you. (laughs) Listen, she's got a following. Just Meg the Stallion. We just the horse. It's a horse. I knew it was some sort of horse, okay? I got half of it right. Lord have but mercy. Look, no, for real though, isn't a stallion a male horse? That it is, is a male horse. That so would why be does correct. She call herself a male horse. I don't get it. I don't know, girl. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I knew it was some sort of horse, okay? So Meg was stallion. Um, no, I do like her though, but Apparently, her and our favorite person. To, I mean, I, this guy keeps coming up in our podcast. Tori, he's always in some shit. He's yeah, he's always on our podcast. I feel like so him, her, and actually like somehow um, Kylie Jenner was there, but I don't know. If she's I heard that. Yeah, so they they posted some videos to Instagram earlier um, in the day. This happened a few nights ago, where they were just by the pool, drinking, having a little whatever, get together, whatever they had going on. And um, everything seemed cool, you know? Mm -hmm. Then later that night, apparently there was some sort of altercation and Meg Meg ends up shot in the foot. Tori is arrested. I mean, the whole thing is just insane. It's still unfolding now. But, you know, they've never come out and said that they're in any kind of relationship. But I think this obviously is exposing the fact that they are in some sort of relationship. They got in some sort of argument or fight and it turned whatever way it turned. So he's he's in jail. He's arrested. She's she had to get medical attention. It's just a a disaster. Yeah. Well, the I think that a lot of people got the part of the the narrative wrong about what happened because originally uh people were saying that meg was arrested but in fact she was not arrested she was a victim and her her best friend kelsey was there too right video she was in the the vehicle and you know she had to get down on the ground and all that yes well here's here's private eye nicole's take on it (laughs) (laughs) first of all it's now gone from let's investigate Tori because he had the gun um, to assault with a deadly weapon and Tori being the shooter. Right. So he's facing a a pretty high charge here. Um, I know he goes to court in October. He did bail himself out. And I do agree with you that there was either one, some kind of relationship more romantically that was established between them or he tried it with her and she was like absolutely not and then it got into like a you know a little bit of a a struggle between them but they've had they've been posting videos together i saw all summer all summer of like him and her together which makes which started people saying that maybe they were like quarantining together Mm -hmm. like it seemed like he was like staying at her house or whatever the situation was yeah so they are they're always like oh we're friends we're friends but i really think it's more than that 
Yeah, I, the videos that came out a while back seemed more like, oh, we're just partying, like it's friendly, right. like there's other people. So I didn't really look into it too much then. But then when this came out, Mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's a little bit more messier than that. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's something going on in that, in the, you know, between the two of them that just doesn't, you know, right. seem right. It seems more than just a friendship. And, and if, if they were friends, what happened? Like, why would he shoot her? And in the foot, like, what is happening? So and weird. I don't know. She, now she will not, um, you know, throw him under the bus. She hasn't so far. She hasn't said anything about the situation except for the fact that she was in fact not arrested um, and that she's, you know, the the public is kind of like having their commentary, but this is her real life. And, you know, basically that she's hurt by the whole experience. But so, she did say that she did say the person that shot her intentionally tried to harm her. So this is what I'm so, saying. I, I don't know. They, I don't know. I feel like they got into some sort of domestic mm-hmm. fight. Well, Kelsey, have- her, her, it's okay. Her friend Kelsey um, went on uh, Instagram and said like, yeah, Meg got shot. It wasn't me. So right. who else was it? Right. Basically. And um, her bodyguard made a post like, no, I wasn't there that night, but I will be every time from now on. And he didn't implicate anybody either, but if you if, sometimes when you read into things, you can kind of grasp what the, what a person is trying to say, and I everything seems to be leading back to Tori who had this weapon. But now right. the question is why? What happened and why? And I don't think we're gonna really get the answers to that until like a little bit later on in the in the process. Yeah, I think it's gonna take some time. And I have yeah. to say, the Kardashians are magic because. She disappeared, right? Yeah, what happened to Kylie? I don't know. (laughs) Listen, and then she put a post up the day after talking about how she's so blessed to be living and all this other stuff with her little glorious background. I'm like, okay, something, she, she, did she know something was about to pop off? Like she couldn't handle it. That reeks of Kris Jenner. You know, Kris Jenner knows everything that's about to happen. (laughs) She got, she got her daughter out of there. Right. (laughs) She thought uh, something is about to go left. Like she can't yeah. handle all the blackness. That's <laughs> Jenner right there. <laughs> that is crazy. So I want to do, um, I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that because, you know, yeah. there's just so much more to the story. There just yeah. really is. We'll need a follow up for sure on that. Yes. Will and, that'll be our Will and Jada 2.0. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> uh, everybody's hating on Cardi, girl. Oh, that's our that's they the hate other on Cardi because <laughs> because um her her husband Offset bought Culture a Birkin bag for her uh, t- second birthday. So culture just turned two and they threw this massive party for her with like the LOL dolls theme. Have you ever seen oh, that? Yeah. It was oh really cute. It was very those extravagant. Da- damn LOL dolls. I hate those things. Yes. <laughs> it was very extravagant. They had like paint night and like pools and, and yeah. like inflatables. And I mean, you name it, like everything was there, right? It wow. just, everything was there for her. So anyway, a couple days later, apparently the pink Birkin bag arrived um, that Offset bought Culture. And, you know, these bags are up, upper thousands. Like, it, it, and he wanted to buy this bag so she had somewhere to put her toys. Mm. <laughs> I just, okay, here's the question. If, if you had all that money, would you do the same thing for your child? Hell no. And and why? I mean... Because, because this is not, you know, first of all, like, the money that they have is fleeting, right? Like, yes, they're making money right now. But if they really want to have money, they need to be doing other stuff with it. They need to put it in other places. Saving, contributing to things. Right. I mean, not that they maybe have not done that, but, like, I've seen them... The birthday party is one thing. Right. But you're buying 
your two-year-old daughter a Birkin bag to put her no. toys in and you're buying her all this expensive jewelry and she's a kid and things break. Like, I don't get it. Cardi, no. Cardi's position is that, and I kind of see where she's coming from, but I think they're taking it too far. So her position is that if she's going to be out in public looking on point, looking right, why shouldn't her daughter also look that way? Because people are going to talk about her if her daughter looks like a bum and she's all dialed up. Uh -uh. That was her point. But at the same time, you can, you can make your daughter look absolutely adorable without putting, you know, a, a, diamond chain on her neck in right. a Birkin bag on her wrist at two years old. They take some notes from Beyonce. I don't see Blue Ivy walking around with diamonds. <laughs> they just, I feel like they just do the absolute most. It's their life. Yeah. Obviously, they make their own decisions, but people definitely weighed in on it. And I just was like, they're doing the most. They really they are. Know, they don't know what to do yet with it. They're, they're new money. They're going to they? new money. Yeah, they're new money. They gotta they they gotta learn the hard way. I don't know. I don't know. Um I'm moving on from them because sometimes <laughs> she annoys me. <laughs> I don't I lie. Sometimes she does. But somebody else who's annoying me and who's been like crazy on Instagram is 50 Cent. I can never say that white. I feel like I'm saying that very like, eh, like 50 cent. Is it 50? 50? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, <laughs> Curtis Jackson, I'm going to call the man by his government name. Um, he was on uh, the Young Money radio show. So Lil Wayne hosts that. Okay. And they were, you know, talking about several different things, but he went on to make comments about angry black women. So you already know my my ear was like I was just right. like ready to go. So basically what he was saying is that black women cannot be exotic. And implying that like everyday women who are in the neighborhood are not, you know, anything special. That, you know, women who are exotic look a lot a lot different. Like they look like they're off a boat. So he he also said that these angry and bitter black women are trying to fuck up the vibe and they get mad when they see him with these exotic women like for example the the person he's dating now so i i don't understand his mentality not one bit and it pisses me off when people especially a, a black man is making comments like this and oppressing the black woman right by the way that she looks like right. you're like your everyday common girl can't be exotic we've talked about how yes he can have his preferences but at the same time why you got to diss everybody else right exactly i don't get it we keep seeing it over and over it's like a pattern mm -hmm. and you know i don't know Regine, Lil Wayne's daughter, she immediately took notice to it. And she, you know, put on, on Instagram, she's like, I'm a beautiful black woman. I'm a queen. I'm exotic. Like, shout out to my queens. So, wow. and the whole time on his show, her father was laughing right. the whole time 50 Cent was, was talking like, about this. Right. I was about to be like, her dad is not anybody. No, absolutely no. not. And Vivica Fox... You know, she dated 50 in, uh, back in the day. She had a lot to say on her show, too. Called him a fuckboy oh, wow. and all that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he was like, oh, Vivica always got something to say. She still loved me, all this other stuff. And he was very much unapologetic uh, for the entire thing. Like, I said what I said. I'm not sorry. You're not getting an apology. It's just what it is. Right. So, I don't know. People, he's a big figure. People look up to him. And Is once he really? again, he's know. got this narrative. I mean, he's not, you know, the, the, the hugest person out there, but people follow him. People right. look up to him, especially like as a businessman. Like, so they're going to follow him and listen to what he has to say. But I think they just here, like power. I think they just like power. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but even worse than him, um, 
Yes. Ugh, my God. <laughs> Your favorite person. My and, favorite person. And my least favorite. You would think I ran the world like Michelle's husband. You would think these niggas know me when they really does. And like they was down with the old me. No, you fucking wasn't. So Kanye. <laughs> yes, yes. So I love I love Kanye because he always has some drama going on. So apparently on July 4th, he tweeted that he was going to be running for president underneath the third party name birthday party banner. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I can't even say it with a straight face. All right. So any underwear under this birthday party, third party um, group, he's going to be running for president. And then there was like a strange rumor that he dropped out. <laughs> but then apparently now he has actually officially filed paperwork with the Federal Election Commission. So he is intending to run. Um, he has not revealed any campaign strategies or what he's going to be standing behind or made any further comments. But apparently he's going to be running. He needs not make any more comments. Period. Yes. <laughs> I cannot, I can't, like, my blood curdles. Like, that's how bad it is. It's almost as bad as my, I'm not going to even go there. It's just, I just, he, I feel like he doesn't always properly think things through. I don't know if right. that's a result of the bipolar disorder. I don't have any idea. Probably. I, I know we heard, I believe, on, like, a video music awards, like, years ago, that he was going to run in 2020, Right. And okay, out of the blue, he does this. And now he now Caitlyn Jenner wants to be his VP. Like, come the fuck on. I uh, take several seats. I don't know what to tell Kanye. I, you know, there's only 109 days left until Election Day. So he better figure out what his platform is going to be. Because listen, if people vote for him, I just I'm just leaving this country. I just. (laughs) I can't do it. I he cannot ever be my president ever. Oh, every time he every time he tweets, I always see comments saying, "Someone tell Kim to take his phone." <laughs> yeah. Yes. But you That's know, I'm really not surprised. I'm really not surprised about anything. When I heard about Donald Trump, I thought that was a joke, and you know, I was like, "Oh, there's no way." So I'm just gonna sit back and watch the circus unfold. Um, it's. I'm glad you said that. It is exactly yeah. a circus. It yes. is a circus. Yep. It is a circus. But it is concerning though, because there are people that I'm sure will go out and vote for him. And oh, yeah. Like it, he's not gonna get enough votes to win. He's just gonna take votes away from whatever way the uh, you know. So it's it's a little bit interesting to to. I wonder why he's doing it. To be honest, but whatever. Whatever is what it is. Yes, and um, yeah. hopefully Still in the presidential race. Right. Hopefully, now. we'll see a dropout again. <laughs> We'll see. College dropout, presidential dropout. <laughs> presidential dropout, right? It'll exactly. Be his next album. There we go. Good title. I love it. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get out of here. Um, we don't obviously have a messy minute for today. Um, there was a lot on the plate for today's um, yeah. uh, episode, excuse me. Um, but if you would like us to, um, you know, have you featured on our podcast, if you have a messy story or scenario, please make sure that you send that to us either through our Facebook page or by emailing us at messyafpodcast at yahoo.com um i am going to be heading to the beach this weekend it's supposed to be nice out and i hope you enjoy your weekend yes i hope you enjoy the beach be safe be careful out there i will i'm corona free corona free stay corona (laughs) coronavirus Coronavirus. it's real right (laughs) all right girl well we're gonna get out of here you guys see you next time Bye. bye